wants by buying somewhere else. So Walmart has made itself successful by constantly thinking of themselves as acting as agents for their customers who are on limited incomes. They always take the customer's point of view in looking at any product or service, and so must you. As the customer's representative, ask yourself, what does the product achieve for my customer? What does it avoid for my customer? What does it preserve for my customer? In other words, what role would my product play in the customer's life? Ask, how does the product improve your customer's life or work? Remember, all that customers want is improvement. They want to be better off as a result of using your product or service rather than before. So you always think in terms of how will this enhance and improve my customer's life in a, in a cost-effective way. The second question, the third question you want to ask is, is what kind of customers will you be selling to? What kind of customers would you be selling the product to? And the fourth question is, do you or would you personally like the customers for this product or service? I've had salespeople come to me and say, you know, I love my company. I love my product. I just don't like the people that I have to sell to. I don't like them. I don't respect them. They're complaining. They're hard to get along with and so on. I said, then you're probably in the wrong business. All successful companies and businesses love the people they sell to. They, they, they are turned on, they're excited by serving these customers. So if you don't really like the customers who would be buying this product or service, then it may not be the right product or service for you. It may, be, may not be the right match. And that's what we're looking for in selecting a product or service. So here's an exercise. Imagine hiring yourself as a management consultant on this new product or service. In fact, one of the things you can do is ask one of your friends or colleagues or even your spouse to act like a management consultant called in from the outside to evaluate whether or not this is a good product or service to bring to the market. As a management consultant, you ask yourself a series of what are called objective questions, unemotional questions. You hold yourself back, cold, unemotional, and don't get your emotions involved. Say, what about this? First question you might ask is, is there a real demand for this? Now, you like the product, you like its profit potential, but will people really buy this in sufficient quantity? And of course, the second question, is the demand large enough? In other words, once you get into the market, can you continue to sell and sell and sell? Many years ago, when the whole idea of the personal computer came up, IBM hired an outside firm of consultants to do a market assessment. And they came back and they said that the total demand for personal computers worldwide is no more than 200 to 300 units per year. This was back in the 70s. So IBM said, well, forget about it. We won't even waste our time. Then something happened. The demand actually was huge. The reason it could not be measured is because the product was not there. So Apple came out with their computer, sold a million copies, and IBM did a 180-degree turnaround and entered into the market and last year, they sold 50 million personal computers worldwide, of, uh, upgraded and upgraded and upgraded. So, is there a demand? Is the demand large enough? And could you make the demand large enough? That, that's a good question. And finally, is the demand concentrated enough? Is the demand identifiable enough and concentrated enough so that you can effectively advertise, promote, and sell to the, that customer base? If your demand is spread out all over the country and there's no way to reach those people, then even if it's a great product, it's not the right product for you. So, you've now asked yourself some basic questions. Now you analyze the product or service by asking more questions. 
First of all, what is to be sold exactly? What is the product exactly that is to be sold defined in terms of how it enhances the life of your customers? What does it do for your customers? The second question is to whom will it be sold? Here you have to identify your target market. You have to identify the perfect customer for your product or service. If you're selling weight loss products, it's obvious. If you're selling uh, car accessories, it's obvious. But you've got to be clear. You've got to be able to write out a description of Sally or Harry customer, the perfect, perfect person for you to sell to. The next pri- question you have to ask is, at what price what will you have to charge in order for this to be profitable? Look at the marketplace and determine the price you'll have to charge based on all of the costs of bringing it to market. And of course, you know you can go broke on 100% markup. People go broke on marking 100% markup all the time because of all the hidden costs that are involved.